It's now time for the Weekend Preview with Mick Gannon, Dean Watling and Mitch Lewis. Join our conversation anytime you want for the Weekend Preview, 0499 736 736. Even give us a call if you want, 1300 23 48. If you think you can tip better than my team, then just jump aboard the train today, um, 1-300-23-55-48. Let's welcome in the team for the weekend preview. Now, Chris Nelson will join us towards the back end of the preview to go through some of those feature races in Brisbane. But Mickey Gannon, he hasn't stopped, war- he hasn't stopped working since he's got back from overseas. He's on trackside this afternoon once again. Hello to you, Mickey G. Yes, good morning, G. Yep, just relentless in the lead up to Christmas. You've got to pay for all these presents, right? So we'll just uh, keep on keeping on. But uh, it's good to be here and uh, a couple of nice meetings to preview. Dean Watling's having the day off and Mitchie Lewis, no days off for Mitchie Lewis. He's actually at his work site that he's working at today. He works for the in-laws. So um, they usually give him a little bit of rain to do what he wants, but he's been called in today. So it must be a big job, Mitchie. Morning, Gareth. Yeah, no, this is what happens around Christmas time. So that's it's all good. Uh, I'll be well. You won't be here, but I'll be back to normal next week. So I thought you tradies. So I thought the tradies. I thought you knock off by now. Not, not in our line of work. <laughs> our busiest periods through Christmas. I think you'll find I'll be working Saturday as well, and then some of the boys might be working uh, Monday, Tuesday. Okay, Mooney Valley's your favourite track. Do the boys don't mind a tip from you? Uh, um, at the Valley, of course, they'd be listening to Giddy Up, but um, you'd be pestered this time of the year, wouldn't you, Mitchie? Oh, a little bit, yeah. I think most people now, I was pretty savvy at just saying, just go to the webpage. So um, oh, that's yeah. that's what that's there for. So people just copy me there. But no, there are other odd texts, particularly Friday nights, actually. Friday okay. nights, I seem to get the most texts. The arrogance these days, I'm too big for you to get in contact yeah, with me Yeah, go personally. to my website. You just go to the website. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, it's to do with, I just, I, I'm such a small fry. I need as many eyes as I can, don't I? Like the difference between 10 and 20 makes a big difference. No, I love your work, Mitchie. And how we get to that website, formguidebreakdowns.com. Yeah, that's right. It's all it's all usually posted up there, ready to go. You can find them in a few places now, particularly here at Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. That's where you get the early mail. 100%. And now we're on a uh, probably good four there at Mooney Valley on Saturday. The rail's in the true, which means I, I love the rail in the true there at the valley. They might get off the fence towards the back end of the meeting, but every horse hopefully should get their opportunity there, Mitchie. Yeah, I, I think you've got a better opportunity than when the rail's in the three or the four to make up some ground. But, you know, as as usual, I'd still be trying to kind of favour the runners up on the speed. You know, it's yeah. just that track that does that sort of type of work with the small straight. So we're favouring runners sitting forward in midfield. Good luck trying to pick the winner out of the first leg of the Quaddy Race 7 at the Valley. You've got Wacker Manor at 3.50. Luke Carey rides for the Busseton Young Camp. Matron Bullwinkle, she's at four twenty. Kettle Hills hard to catch at five dollars. Riverina Cyclone, in fact, it's difficult to catch because no one's uh, no one's caught Kettle Hill in Australia just yet. Riverina Cyclone at seven fifty. Star Spangled Baby at eight dollars. Media at ten, and then Flying Basil at twenty six dollars. Along with Mister Blackwood here, Mitchy. Yeah, you're right. The, these actual the, the ones I'm keen to bet into are before the quaddy. The quaddy legs I found quite tricky. So okay. the one in this race though that I've lent to was number eight, Star Spangled Baby. So look, I just thought he maps really well from barrier two. Daniel Stackhouse can take him forwards and track up some of those leaders, which might be Samidi. Uh, I think going through the form, he's been contesting some of the stronger races than others, um, including the 
the country final race behind Claire Damore at Caulfield. I just sort of thought the form lines around him are stronger and he's going to be in a pretty handy position. So he was the one I've put on top in this race. But if they go too hard, you know, Wackamama might run over the top of him. I don't know what Gano reckons here. Well, Mitchie, that's why you're the best. I agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. Comes Stars Bangle Baby comes from the harder races. She's going really well. Doesn't win out of turn, that's for sure. But maps a treat. So I'm with uh, I'm with Mitchie here, G Man. All right then. So we're both uh, or Mickey Gannon and Mitchie Lewis, both with Star Spangled Baby there at eight dollars each way price in race number seven. Race number eight. Sam Freeman made Glintanius the stable's best on the program there at the Valley. $3.60 for this day out. Fire Glow 2 at $5. And then we go down to Kailash at $5.50. The stable mate to the favourite Cadmus at $7. The Genius was impressive in a weaker grade race there at Mooney Valley last and on a Friday night meeting. He's at $7. One last kiss at $12 here, Mickey G. Yeah, this is where I sort of um, tap out of, of, of ticking 2,500 metres at the Valley. So I'm just yeah. going to go straight to my man, uh, Mitchie Lewis. Here, take this handball, whack. No, that's, Sorry, that's all good. <laughs> uh, I struggled to split three. Um, Glentanius, Fire Glow 2, and the Genius. What, I, what I've done again is I've gone back to the horse that I thought was going to map well, and it has the stronger form lines, and I think that's Fire Glow 2. So I like him out of barrier two. He's, he's missed the, the sort of bob in the last couple, but up to the 2,500 metres is going to suit him a little bit better. Uh, look, he looks close to a win. I think he gets his chance here from a good barrier. Let's have a look at race number nine, and uh, this is over the 1,600 metres, and um, we've got Fearless Rider at $4. D Lane gets a lovely gate for Adrian McGregor. Turbo at seven fifty. Captain Britain at $8. Hard to cross eight fifty. Flash Feeling at 9 A Wash is in good form, gets an inside gate at $9, and first mate at $11 here, Mitchie. Yeah, interesting little race. So- I think Fearless Rider is probably the best horse in the race, but I was a little bit concerned with the map. Uh, if he got too far back, he has done that in his last couple of races. I thought the one in this race that's over the odds is the three Golden Crusader. So another horse, barrier two, up there on the speed. Celine Gondry, who we keep mentioning, is in good form, takes the ride. He's second up here today. I'm not sure he really appreciated a, a super heavy track there at Ballarat last start. I think... He's in good shape. Um, he improves generally with a couple runs under his belt. So I think he's just over the odds here for a horse that sets up so well, Gano. Yeah, I was with hard to cross. I just thought first up record's not too bad. Runs ran a career peak first up last preparation. Um, in, in what's a very, very even race, you ran the $9 mark. I think that's a, that's a fair enough bet. And then the final event, Veloci Caro looking to do it again over this track and distance at the Valley at $3.80. Sandy Prince, as honest as they come, at $5. Private Jumbo at $6. This is a bet for mine, Private Jumbo. If he can get it out, Bo Mertens, it kicks up, it leads, it leads all the way, second up. Sue Sensation, $12. Bold Manor at $12. And God bless it. Mama Reagan, I think, sort of bet is a is a bet as well from that low gate at seventeen dollars. How do you assess this race here, Mickey Gannon? I'm with you, G. I think Private Jumbo is the only horse I wanted to play on the entire card. Just maps yep. a treat, um, goes forward and ticks all the boxes. Right, like ultra consistent galloper, uh, keen, really keen. It, Mitchy. Uh, it's a party horse, boys. I really like Private Jumbo as well. I'm- Pretty sure I had him on top last start when he was first up at Mooney Valley. And they come from everywhere to back him. And Gareth was right. He was slow away 
and not uh, slow away. She didn't get. She didn't hunt him up to go to the front. He needs to lead. Right. Yes, that's what I was going to say. From barrier one, if he can use the barrier, I think he'll be in the right position. I like the form from the last prep. Uh, I think it's his race if he's up there in the lead, like Gareth said. Yeah, he just needs to jump from gate number one and then kick up, and hopefully the fence is okay, and just keep on rolling, and hopefully he breaks their hearts. The jumbo in uh, race number 10. Hey, we'll take a break because Mitchie Lewis teased us a little bit. He says he's keen in the early part of the meeting at Mooney Valley, so Oof. we'll come back and analyse a few of those races straight after this. This is Giddy Up's Weekend Preview, thanks to, Bet, uh, thanks to Bet365. The world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We are born to run. These boys are born to tip. This is Giddy Up's Weekend Preview. Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And barista made ice cold for Maccas. Drive through for your local coffee favourites at McCafe. Mitchie Lewis and uh, Mickey Gaddam with us. Mitchie, what about your staking plan there at the Valley on Saturday? Uh, I'm going to spend $75 at Mooney Valley, Gareth, and I've got a couple at Murray Bridge I might touch on later that I'm keen on. So race six, number six, south of Houston, I'm going to have 75 on. So race six, number six, south of Houston. Um, what about you, Mickey Gaddam? Uh, gee, I'm going to have a double. I'm going to have uh, race six, number six, south of Houston, into race 10, number eight, private jumbo. $50 on the double, double at $18. Should be a nice little result there. For the you know what? I think I might just follow you in if that's okay. I think that's a terrific bet, south of Houston, into the jumbo. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you, Mother, for the rabbits. Um, that would be superb if that unfolded. Um, that would be one of the great great results, G. Bowie Merton just needs to get that horse out of the gate. If he can, look out. The Jumbo will be winning. I think he's a good horse, that private Jumbo. Five minutes past 10. Ramwick, um, the rail's out eight metres. Drying conditions, they tell me, over the next couple of days. Mickey Gannon, how do you read the uh, the track ahead of Saturday? Yeah, drying conditions, but... In saying that, what is it, Thursday morning, there's still light rain around, but I think it's only 22 and 23 degrees. So it's not like your typical summer sort of drying conditions. We're currently on a soft six. So I'd say probably soft five um, was what we'll start on. And Rowler eight metres is interesting. He's probably not far enough out where it allows you to get to the outside rail. So I'd be looking for horses on speed and um, in the running line. G. I think that'd, that'd be a favourite uh, place to be on Saturday. All right, let's have a look at the quality leagues. We kick off in race number seven, and this is over the 1,100 metres there in Sydney on Saturday at uh, Ramwick. Only the one scratching to date, and that's the 13, Liberty Sun. With Bet365 having a look at the market at Ramwick for the first leg of the quaddy. And we've got Wave Rider Boy at $5. With Your Blessing at $5.50. Stromboli at 6 Varvia at $6.50. Veritable at eight fifty, sneaky page at ten, Tristate at ten. That probably that market says it all here, Mickey. Yeah, it's a tough, tough little race, isn't it? Um, I really wanted to be with Wave Rider Boy, and I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the eleven hundred meter start. The white, you know, she's drawn what thirteen now, Barry into Barry twelve now after the scratching of Liberty Sun. I'm not really concerned about that. I, I think this horse is. Um, in career best form now. She came back and she put a few wins together last preparation. She was a bit of a myth, I think, until last preparation, but I think she's back bigger, better and stronger, and I'm, I'm keen to be with her. Wave rider boy, number 10, G. All right, then. Do you have an opinion here, Mitchie Lewis? 
Yeah, I found it a little bit tricky, but I thought number nine, Tri-State, was an each, a good each-way play out of barrier three. Should be up on the speeds. Um, I thought the trial recently at Randwick was okay. Uh, I think it's better than some of the previous form it was producing. So given it's got to step up in grade, but if it gets run of the race, Tri-State, I think it can be an each-way play in that race. Let's have a look at race eight over the 1,400 metres. We have Waihaha Falls at 4.40. Aradonte coming... Up from Melbourne for Jerome Hunter at 5.50. Cavalier Charles at 5.50. Chrysor at 7. Cinewan at $9. Perfect Thought at $9. And then Battledon at 13. Conscript at $16 here, Mitchie Lewis. Do you have an opinion in the eighth race at Randwick? Yeah, I'm interested to follow the visitor, our Redonte Gareth. Again, barrier three should land in a handy position. Um, should find this slightly easier easier than the last start when it was up in grade at the listed level. So I I thought this could be a little pinch and hit across the border there, our Redonte, you know? Yeah, it's always hard for them to come from Melbourne to Sydney and get the job done. And he rates rates really well. So no knock on anyone tipping him at all. Um I was with Price, so I just think it has some career peaks that has it right in this race. Fifty six days. Uh gee, you might know more. Maybe maybe it could be heading to a, a Magic Million sort of setup. Um up that way or a Queensland sort of carnival. But uh, I think it's a horse with plenty of potential. If we can get back to what it's done uh, first up in the past, I think it'll be far too good for these G. Uh, race eight, number 11, Chrysler. All right. Then for Chris Wallace, $7 and $2.50. Race number nine on the program. Astrostonis at $2.80. He was pretty good. I thought, thought first up there the other day. Annabelle Neesham, Chad Schofield. Two match caviar, definitely on its way to the Gold Coast. At seven fifty, State of America at seven fifty, so United at ten, and then built at ten dollars. I think this favourite's hard to beat here, Mickey Gannon. Yeah, Astra, Astra <laughs> say it again, Jay Astronomus. I think it's um, Astrostonus. Yeah, Astrostonus. Aristonus. I reckon yeah. Aristonus is it. I reckon Gano's on the money. Yeah, yeah. Aristotle. You, you cleaned by me the first time, but we get there eventually. Aristotle has a really, really good second up run um, last preparation, and I think it went down to Caulfield and failed, you know, pretty miserably. But that was in a race that wasn't really run to suit around Caulfield. But I think second up this preparation now, I think this horse is, um, or in its second preparation, I should say, and second up here, it's going to jump out of the ground. I expect a career peak, and it's one of the better bets of the day, mate. Race nine, number four. Mitchie. Nah, I'm in the same boat as Gano. I'm glad he agrees with me because this would be my best bet at Ramwick. Yeah, Aristonis, that's how you pronounce it. I just was hearing um, Darren Flindell in the background, if you're hearing the great yeah, Aris- Flindell. Aristonis. And then we go down to the last race, which is race 10 on the program at Royal Ramwick on a Saturday afternoon. Um, we've got um, Dan Ozstar at $6, Master Showman at $6, Dynamic Spirit at $8. Um, then we go down to Robusto at ten dollars. How do you read this race here, Mickey Gannon? Yeah, it's an interesting one. You know, Donosta had Christmas on that really rain affected track. It, it sort of relishes those conditions. Probably won't run up to that run, although it'd be it probably maybe just a length off that. Has sixty one and a half kilos. So look, it, it's a such a challenging race, G. I gotta be completely honest with you. I looked at this race and just was like, you could any of these could win. Um yeah. Number 10, uh, Sir Wolf, probably Sorry, it's the favourite, just... Sir Wolf, at $4.80. I missed that. Tyler Schiller and That's Joe right. Pride. Yeah, probably the one that, you know, went out went out for a spell off a career peak. Uh, that was 1,400 metres, 1,300 metres first up. Uh, 
Will will this horse be better second up? I have absolutely no doubt. Will today, we know will Saturday be its day? I'm not sure. It's a no bet race for me, G. I think okay. um, the two, the ten, uh, you know, and then even a horse like Robusto, like Fanning, doesn't doesn't win out of turn, but this is the kind of race that he could win. So very very difficult race, and you'd be you'd be almost inclined to take the hit the F button if you're playing a quaddy, Mitchy. Yeah, he makes some good points, Gano. Uh, but I've got Sia Wolf on top. But I definitely agree. I think he's just the one with the most upside and. You could probably follow him out of this race on sort of whatever he does. Uh, I think he'll just get a good run out of Barrier 3. A nice, quiet trial. Uh, definitely a horse to follow. Okay. So that's a good push for Sia Wolf there for Joe Pride think, and Tyler um, Sheila. Yes, Mickey? Just just think with that horse, and I, I completely agree the trial is nice, but it's just the one trial, which kind of made me just go, oh, okay, maybe second up. This horse is mm-hmm. just going to explode. So... Uh, definitely a horse you want to follow throughout the preparation, G. Do you remember the homework I gave you there, Mickey? You just reminded me. Oh, boy. Did I send that text message just before? Did you get yeah, it? yeah, I saw it, Gareth. Yes. No, did you remember what we were talking about on Monday? Because you just pointed out that, like, maybe one trial and um, heading into a first-up assignment is a no-no for you, Mickey G. Is that one of your yeah. rules of 2023? No, I don't. Punting rules, there's so much variance in them between stables and, and horses and, and things oh, like okay. that. But I think, I, look, I just saw your text and I've just gone and checked it out. Well, I'll give you I'll give you my first one. Stay clear of the unraced two-year-olds. Fair income. Like, do yourself a favour. Mm-hmm. You're going to save a lot of money over time. The next punting rule, let's just say, is a bit of recency bias here. Those who are chiming into that um, that 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 short price favourite at Ramwick last week in the futures markets for the Magic Millions who took around $7 and see their horse fail. Like, you'd just be sick. Just got to be careful with those futures markets there. Like, that, that horse is priced in to win by three lengths. Mickey, you've done everything uh, that I'm I'm doing at the moment with Manos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everything you're saying, I'm doing the opposite for the Golden Slipper, Mickey. Well, if you hadn't got the 40s or the 26s, like, you you know, you got the 26s, that's well, so fine. But they were chiming in at $7. Like, that was that was ludicrous. Okay. Stuff. We're not chiming in. It's, we're $26. That horse trials in that's three fine. weeks' time. J-Mac will ride. No, nah, that's fine. Yeah. No, I'm happy with that. And, right, and the difference is, Jay, you've got the, you've got the inside word. So, you like, you no, know. I, I watch the trials. Thank you very much. Forget Dean. trial <laughs> time. Um, I'm the greatest trial watcher. It took me hours to go through those trials and work it all out. And I'll give you another one. You don't have to be Einstein, do you? Like he, he he trialed better than the current slipper favorite. Shangri-La. Not hard to work out. Yeah. Not hard to work out. Even I worked that out. I don't even do trials. Um, without a fight, there's my, there's my, uh, my last lesson of 2023, the horse failed at the Melbourne cup. And there's plenty of, uh, judges out there saying that, well, because he failed, he, he wouldn't have, um, he couldn't stay. But uh, I think you just got to sort of take each uh, preparation on its merits because it, yeah. it, it was, from what we saw in the Caulfield Cup, it was clearly going to be out of state and it did. And sometimes we can hold uh, the past on a pedestal. And, and I think it's important just to sort of, especially with these sort of horses, just, just see what they're doing, preparation to preparation. There well you go, said. Gene. There's my three. Mitchy, I'll get yours in just a moment. We're going to take a break. It's 40 minutes past 10. This is Giddy Up's weekend preview. A bit of education as we get close to Christmas. David Tackett will be joining the team. Um, he might give us a few punting lessons as well. This will be fascinating stuff. So don't go away. The tags to join Mitchie Lewis and hopefully he's got his clothes on because <laughs> we're on Zoom. Um, <laughs> and, and Mickey Gaddon straight after this. No. We're going to talk about these two-year-old races to kick off with as well um, because we have the Adrian Bott and Gay Waterhouse train galloper. 
that is all of the rage in two-year-old events. Straight charge. Um, straight charge at $1.55. Erno's cube at $4. He just keeps on improving. And then we go to Tarpaulin at $9 for James Cummings and Tommy Berry, who's on debut. Um, your thoughts there, Mickey Gannon? Yeah, I think straight charge is probably a bit short. Like, that's a bit silly, $1.55. And if you... If you needed to have a bet or if you had some sort of promos that you needed to play, I think Erno's Cube's probably like the better of the two at the price. Straight Charge is probably the better horse moving forward, but gee, that price differential is far too big, G. All right, then. What are you thinking here, Mitchie Lewis? Yeah, same thing. Uh, straight Charge on top, but I couldn't recommend backing him at that price as a two-year-old. I, I just thought race experience is always a positive, and that's where I look to in these two-year-old races. I'm a dirty rascal, third up, 380, youthful, $5. Father's Day at 550. I think Father's Day is flying at the moment. Your thoughts there, Mickey G? Yeah, well, Father's Day is won five, five uh, races from 19. You're getting around $5, and I'm a dirty rascal, carrying 62 and a half kilos, won one race from 14, just simply off those basic sort of figures. You, you can't be chiming into a horse like I'm a dirty rascal at the price. So I, I'm with you, G. I think Father's Day is probably the horse that represents um, the most value. I think First Light's probably um, a better value than I'm a dirty rascal as well. So I'd have the two, the four, and then the one. Surely you're not tipping there in the highway, are you, Mickey Gannon? No, shoulders, arms for me here, mate, but I've got one for you in the next. All right, then. What about race number four? Nickelou Star at 460, Crips tonight. Hey, let me t- let me guess. Nathan Dore, you're tipping? <laughs> Too good, you. Yeah. Well, you're getting around $19, and Nathan's the most probably informed trainer in the country. Uh, oh, that's a bit had... far-fetched, isn't it? You're kidding, are you? He's striking about 30%, mate. You find me someone that's going better than that. Adrian Bott, Gabe Waterhouse. Last week you told me they're on the way down. No, well, I, I saw them. I saw them step up and <laughs> be counted for again. <laughs> Hang on a minute. No, I think Nate's trained two two winners on Saturday at, uh, as well as well as Adrian. But uh, no, this horse, this horse has a good twelve hundred meters record record now. You're getting nineteen dollars. Maps an absolute treat. Like twelve hundred, like twenty dollars. I had it marked nine dollars. G. So it's a great each way bet. Oh, so you're not you're not ta- you're not talking about Crips tonight. You're talking about Pad Thai. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, Pad, I'm definitely keen Pad Thai. Okay. That's the one that represents the most value. Chris tonight's there or thereabouts, but there's a horse here called Herb. It's $8. It's gone 1,600 metres to 1,200 metres, and it's $8. Like, please, taking up too much of the market. Um, but no, G, are you thinking Crips tonight? Is that the way you're No, it's just, no as soon as I, I saw Nathan Dawes' name there, so I thought you'd be tipping that galloper, but Pad Thai didn't see Nathan Dawes right down the bottom of the page. So there you go. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't see it. Like, I haven't spoken to Nathan. I've got no idea, but I, I don't see a whole lot between the two horses. Okay. And I, I think Pad Thai is probably the one that clearly represents more value. The clear choice 440 mistress to 480 build at 650 race five there at Ramwick. Unless, hey, Mitchie, do you have an opinion in race four? Uh, well, I had Crips tonight on top. So okay. I thought for a second me and Gano we were going to line up, but maybe a Doyle Sorry, is the way to play in that race. <laughs> yeah. What about him, Mickey Gannon, then race five? It's almost a race to the bottom, this one. Really, really difficult race. So I'd be uh, keeping my powder dry, G. Right, I have man. no interest in playing this race Mitchie Lewis? Uh, whatsoever. Oh, I thought the map horse was going to be number two, clear choice, uh, having a pretty good prep with a stack of places and a win tossed in there. So clear choice was on top for me. And then we've got Valency at 420, Afterlight 550, Serena Sophia at 550, Euros at $8, Miss Hellfire at 850, race six at Randwick. An opinion here, Mitchie? 
thought Miss Hellfire could run a race at pretty good value. I thought the two runs this prep have been handy enough and uh, perhaps a slightly easier field to contest with today. I think Miss Hellfire can run a race. Mickey Gaddon, your staking plan there at Roundwick? Yes, gee, I think um, we're just going to have 25 each way pad tie for the, that'll leave me with $100 left. Yes. And then I'm going to have uh, 25 on Wave Rider Boy. Yeah. And then I'm going to have the remaining 75 on uh, Aristonis, the race nine, number four. And Aristonis to get the job done um, in race number the nine, as you pointed out. What about you, Mitchy Lewis? You're not playing there at Randwick, but you've got some um, bets there at Murray Bridge on a Saturday. Yeah, two at Murray Bridge that I'm pretty keen to be on. Uh, race five, number seven, Rockstar Megzi. So this horse is second up today. We labelled it a horse to follow a couple of weeks ago, Gareth. It was the fastest closing splits of the day on the parks track from the back of the field over the 1,000 metres. I said that wasn't the ideal setup. Uh, 1,200 metres here on the big open Murray Bridge track, I think, is a much better go for Rockstar Megzi. So she should get the job done in race five. $75 for her. Yes. And then race seven, number one, validated one of our favourites over there in SA, Gareth. Yes. Uh, last start winner in a much stronger race than this. This is a drop in class. Uh, barrier 10 no concern. And the Murray Bridge track suits validated. He's won three from three here. Uh, a thousand metres perhaps is the query, but I, I think he still gets the job done. I think he's a class runner of a field. So $50 on him. Love it. So Rockstar Magazine validated race five, number seven, race seven, number one. Have you got any punting lessons for us for 2023, Mitchie? Yeah, I've had a couple. So I wrote them down when you sent the text before. I've yes. got uh, the first one is forgive a horse for one bad run. And that ties into doing your reviews. So if you just watch the race once, you might miss a few things that potentially you could forgive a horse for maybe finishing sixth when it warranted a little bit of better, you know, respect out of that race. So, Okay. Uh, the second one, uh, I like to follow horses dropping in grade, particularly from Saturday racing down to midweek racing. I think there's a big difference in some of those races sometimes. So you can pick off horses that have run pretty well in the city that come out to, say, a provincial track. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's money to be made there. And then I thought my biggest sort of punting one, it's a little bit open, um, but backing yourself. So you can hear a lot of reviews and previews all through the week, but if you're a budding form analyst and you are, uh, You've got a best bet and then you hear one of me or Gano or Dino pot it. Um, you know, we're not always right either. So you've got to back yourself in here. And if you're chopping and changing on other people's opinions, you're probably not going to get very far. Yes, be consistent. And oh, I say that if you if you like a tipster, you've got to follow the tipster consistently throughout the year. Because if you jump off, if they start losing and then you try and find another tipster and then they start losing, well... Um, you just when you're completely yeah, gassed. Yeah, you're gonna miss the boat. Now you and, might and that's be... not to say sorry, Gav, that's not to say follow us as sort of tipsters. I was uh yeah, saying yeah. more is it yeah. if you're another form analyst who wants to get bigger in the game, um, you've just got to learn to sort of back your judgment in and stick to what you know. Hundred percent. I got one I got one for you, G. If yes. you're looking to sort of get into the game, reverse engineer. So if you hear, you know, one of us tips something and then it wins. Try and you, you know, you hear what we say. But there's obviously far more. We could go into far more depth. Try reverse engineer why, and go back even further and work out what how horses have won and why they why they won. Uh, yeah. That's a really good way of doing it. And then also with your results, go back and see uh, where your winners came from. 
because I, I give you, I, I reckon, 12 to 1,600 metre races on, on pace horses, on dry decks is where the vast majority of my winners will come from. There yeah. you go. Question for Mickey Gannon. I hope he's just reached 2,000 wins. How many more wins will he need to get to be a good jockey, in his opinion? That's from Jace from New Zealand. PS, Who was the jockey? Um, Opie Bosson. Were you bagging him, were you? No, I think um, I had a query about Opie riding in a Group 1 around the valley or Group 1 down the straight or something like that. Um, oh, whoops. But I, but, but, I still, but I still tipped the horse. So okay. Now, yeah. it's, now it's just getting a bit great. But look, I think we can like, you know, let's say, gee, a grudge is nothing more than a place to park your car. And Correct. I think we can just drop off now. All right, then, boys, it's been a lot of fun for the weekend preview. Uh, I promise you next year we'll get you – we'll start again fresh in 2023. The tally for the um, staking wow. player, Mitchie Lewis. We've got about $8,000 sitting there. Why would we want to start again? Well, congratulations. You can withdraw that and we'll start again. Yeah, you're the winner. In, <laughs> Beautiful. You're the, I said an invoice. You're the winner in 2023, <laughs> Mickey G. But have a wonderful Christmas, lads. You're, you're two, Good fun, G. You're, you're two, a star. Keep dominating. Enjoy your holidays. Yep, um, two great people. And, Mitchie, you go back to work. Enjoy your day. I'll catch up with you tomorrow, by the way. Um, and I'll catch up with you on Saturday, Mickey. But, um, yep, hopefully we can back some winners there on Saturday. Hey, just quickly, are they all gone? I think they have. I'm still here, Gareth. Um, I was about to say goodbye was, to you, but yeah, what's well, up? Who you, there's a couple of questions coming through. Which two-year-old do you want to be on in the Magic Million straight charge or Storm Boy? Uh, see, I, I'm not a big delver in the two-year-olds, but, uh, I'm just getting it up now. Was it the one that's impressed me the most that I've seen that might be flying under the radar is bodyguard. Okay. Bodyguard. Um, but is that the right horse? Yeah, the Snowden Snowden's. one that won down yep. the straight? It was impressive, wasn't it, that day? Yeah, I think they just sort of ticked that off straight away and then they turned their attention to the millions, didn't they? But once we get over this Victorian border up to New South Wales and Queensland, I do get a little bit more wobbly to the listeners okay. out there. I'm, I'm the Eastern State operator. All right, no, mate. I'm not. <laughs> you get back to work. Giddy up, Gareth. All with you on this uh, Thursday morning weekend preview. Chris Nelson will provide his tips for us tomorrow, but I'll tell you what, this man's a superstar. He's got some story to tell. He's a great storyteller. Shane Curlio, Curlio. I like to call him Curlio, but I think, yeah, the people from Sonata pronounce it um Cherlio. Shane hello to you good morning Gareth I always uh, love your introductions you just make stuff up every time <laughs> hey you playing that golf day for the bet fair on that Friday at Magic Millions um yeah I think so yep yep it's an annual event um just uh drink irresponsibly on the Thursday night at the bet fair function and then play golf poorly on the Friday yeah. All right then. So, oh yeah, because yes, the Betfair function on the Thursday um, should be mm. a lot of fun. I think you you got um, Mrs. Mrs. Curly. I had to carry you out the other day because I I think you, you you jumped in an Uber with me if I rec- if I can recall. Yeah. How many Betfair towels did I have under my arm that night? <laughs> it was about twelve, I think. <laughs> What about on Saturday in the BJ McLaughlin Storm Boy? Um, is he a bet for the Magic Millions Classic? He's at two dollars. Oh, no, he's at five dollars to win the the two year old Classic on the Gold Coast uh, in January. Um, but he's a dollar thirty, I think, on Saturday. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, well, it'll win. Yeah. Um, I think the horse from up north, Astapor, will probably potentially sort of hold it back and run second to it. The rest, um, with all due respect, look 
uh, don't look in the same class. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Storm Boy's been super in, in Sydney, hasn't and uh And it will lead and win again here, I suppose. Getting this BJ McLaughlin 1,200 metres sort of under their belts, a good one, a good thing as well going forward, obviously. It's a small field, so it wouldn't be as high pressure, but obviously the stable locks their horses out and running anyway, so it's not as if it'll be a jog. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll win. I think it'll be impressive enough. And, and I think Mashani Aloha is another horse that'll go on to the millions. I think it's qualified as well. So yeah. at least three of these will go on to the, to the millions. And it'll be interesting to see if they... Um, if this is their lead-up race and that's it or what they do from here. Gigi gave us a good push for a quitter the other day when we had a chat to you. It was given a peach of a ride by James Ullman from an inside gate. He's at 250 in the Burnborough. Um, Tazarel at 380. The Vowels at 550. Love Tap at $10. But geez, a quitter looks to be a pretty handy galloper for the Australian Bloodstock team. And geez, Chris Lees is on fire at the moment as well. Yeah. They're just a deadly combination. I, I don't know how many winners they would have had together, but it seems like every day they get a winner together, Australian Bloodstock and Chris Lees. Um, was super last time. They're looking at Blake sectionals are pretty strong. It was a good tempo race, and um, acquitted still was able to finish mm. off um, you know, second fastest last 200 of the meeting, so off a strong tempo, strong run race. That's super. Also clocked uh, what we call here at Curly Bet uh, yes. incremental sectional. Okay. So each 200-metre sectional from the 600 was quicker than the previous 200. So that tells me that it was very strong through the line and to be able to accelerate and hold that speed through 600 metres. Um, gets a very nice setup here again. It's a clear horse to beat. Um, the market sort of says that anyway. Yeah. Uh, the vows has had no luck um, in two runs back. Goes from CJ Graham to Ryan Maloney. Um, so the, the, our data says to add a couple of lengths for that. Um, I think it's an improve, but the market hasn't missed it either. I think it's around that 550 quite best price anywhere. So market hasn't missed there. And obviously that Tarzel, uh, Tazarel, sorry, um, with that Sydney form, which always measures up here, but the market's sort of onto that anyway. So they're the three. But um, yeah, Quitter does look the horse to beat for sure. In the Falver line, listed race over the twelve hundred metres. I don't know what I'm doing here, and I can, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be brave. Spacewalk. Now I've got respect for Sarastro, but I think Spacewalk's a better horse. I know he has to give him weight, but and B Shin rides nice gate for him just to be save for one last crack at them in that um, Valvalon. I don't know what you're thinking here, but I think Spacewalk's a bet here. Nothing wrong with Spacewalk's data. It's clear on top um, yeah. on the data. We, we use punning form here. Um, clear on top. I don't know what to make of Zerastro Garris. Um, two runs back over 1,200. Um, a horse, what was that horse called? Steady Ready. Mm -hmm. little speedy squib from Toowoomba was pulling ground off at the end of 1200 and then it goes to 1350 in Leeds and looked like Felvalon, um the way it won yes. uh, and then drops back to 1200 here one thing I don't know it's a tough one I, I think sort of leaning towards the same, same as you I, you go against these going horses and every time I go against them they win the Tuno is another one like I know it's got a sort of a trickier draw here but 
Well, I hit one like Felver line at Sunshine Coast and then ran like me at Doom in the, the, pre, you know, the start after when it was a well-back 280 favourite. Um, I don't know that Zerastro gets its own way this time. I think there'll be a little bit more speed. Um, so I think Spaceport might be able to sit off and we might see the start of Blake Shin's Queensland dominance. Yes, yeah. I've got one for you too. Um, race nine, Bazique. Bazique the filly um, for Tony Golan. Tony made it her the best for the day. Uh, Betty Thompson rides on pace, will blow them away again. I think she's well above average, that, that filly. Certainly looks hard to beat. Um, there's no doubt about that. Just for the listeners at home, Gareth's kicked me three horses in the last three weeks and all three have paid off. Haven't finished though. So. No, they, that's 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 a jinx because like, you know what? You can get away with that. I've tipped you three horses and they've all pulled up with a problem because they've been beaten out of sight. Like they've dropped uh, out. Yeah, so yeah, no, th- that doesn't make you feel as bad because it's out of your control. Like when right, they get a flat know, tire or have, ha- or have that like heart fibrillation, well, you can just like that's just that's just unlucky, yeah. isn't it? But if they're getting beat know. three or four lengths, then you're in trouble, I think. It's a bad they're... tip if they're getting beat three with every chance. Correct. Yeah. These horses are dropping yeah. out at the 800. <laughs> <laughs> never... Yeah, and then giving me a heart. Yeah, I've, like... ne- I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> oh, I'm just oh. jinxed. There's no doubt about that. Um, oh, what else did I have to say? We've got to go. Oh, Gary Harley. Good morning, Gary. Just wondering if you know what happened to Gary Harley on Sky Thoroughbred Central. I've not seen him for a while. Um, Merry Christmas and I hope you're well. That's from Bill. Now, I think, I don't know if he's crook as, um, but he hasn't been on for a little while. He's a legend of the, the game. I've got a funny story for you. I've got about a minute here. I was talking to James Cummings and his beautiful wife. Anyway, James introduces me to Monica and, um, he, he goes, oh, this is Gareth. This is who I talked to on radio. And he goes, <laughs> she goes, <laughs> I thought you were Gary Harley. <laughs> You're flying. Yeah, I am flying. So I thought I made it. That's a great story. I, I thought it was funny anyway. Um, Merry it's Christmas. another opportunity for you to drop James Cummings' name, Gareth. Yeah. You are the best at it. Ma- Merry Christmas, Shane. We appreciate it. Thanks, Gareth. There's Shane the Curley there. Let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap up the weekend preview. I've got a couple of specials for you in Perth. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. But another busy Giddy Up. You can listen to all of our interviews with Stable Mail and our segments with the weekend preview by subscribing to Giddy Up with your local podcast subscriber. You're just joining us now. Now, um, part of the weekend preview, I think you can play a couple of horses. Numerian looks t- hard to beat in the Ted Van He's for mine. I think Casino 17's overrated a little bit. And um, I think the Eastern State stays will be too good. I think just off that tempo there for Clinton Johnston Porter, New Marion can sit off the two leaders and zoom on and also uh, Maricino. And from there, I think he'll be mighty hard to beat at Wait for H at Ascot, which is race number six on the program, New Marion. Um, currently at 370 with Bet365, equal favourite with Casino 17. And uh, God bless Holy Enchantment. I think people. Brad Parnham can weave a little bit of magic there from that gate, and he just looks a class above his rivals in that race there. Race number seven on the program there, the Platinum Cup, over the 2,100 metres. That is it for Giddy Up on this Thursday. I'll be back tomorrow morning from 8 o'clock. Trot's Live coming up next with Toby McKinnon. Have a wonderful day.